0: Hello, and thank you for joining us on another episode of sound Earth conversations in Sound and Color. I tend to leave that part out, but you know, we're rolling. We are excited to bring you this episode on self-value, self-love, self-worth, self-sureness, self-respect, <laughs> deriving value from the things in instead of the things outside, because honestly, that's how we go broke, spiritually, financially, uh, emotionally <laughs> every kind of Ali. <laughs> so we want to avoid that at all costs and we want to save us a lot of time. So enjoy this time as you listen to this podcast and you dive into this conversation with my co-host Ali Benay and I as we discover what it means to um, find self again, to align with purpose and to recognize that we're here for a purpose or we wouldn't be here and it's a choice to believe that and or it's a choice to not but if you take the choice to believe then you know life can be a lot easier a lot more meaningful um so without further ado enjoy the show happy listening sit back relax and uh yeah open your mind open your heart and enjoy
1: Hello? Hi. Hello, hello.
0: Hey, hello. Hello. <laughs> What's up, baby?
1: Is not a thing, not a thing, not a thing, mate. Mm-hmm.
0: Um so yes, I was thinking that we should chat on the whole concept of self-evolution and self-elevation and like what that looks like in the beginning stages of the process (laughs) because I feel like so often we like run across people or Instagram pages that that feels like at least that they're like fully realized in their post post post-healing selves and you'd be like damn bitch how'd you get there
1: (laughs) yeah I definitely feel there's a lot of IGs I follow and it's like what Damn. Okay, glow up. Emotional.
0: Emotional. Okay, emotional security. Okay, financial security. Like, Mm -hmm. How. But you know what? I feel like the how lies in, you know, many different virtues, but one definitely being patience. Like, I was sitting on the train or I was sitting somewhere thinking about something, And I was like, damn, like, it's going to be a minute (laughs) before, like, before my shit starts to really pop off, like, it's going to be a minute, so I really have to sit here and accept where I am right now.
1: Yeah. Why do you think think it's going to be a minute?
0: Huh?
1: Why do you think it's going to be a minute?
0: Well, I don't know. I've always felt like I, I always felt like I'm a slow burn Like, you know, just takes a while for the ball to get rolling with me. (laughs) And I feel like I have, you know, um, big desires and big plans that I haven't even fully, like, you know, um, I haven't even fully uh, began to visualize it because I think that it's what I want for myself is so expansive. Um, so I feel like it's just going to be, you know, a journey. Uh, and that's for everybody, of course. Um, yeah, but it can, for me, like, I don't know what I'm seeing people who are like 24, 25, who just seem like they really just have so much going for themselves. Um, it's hard not to be like, it's hard to not, uh, you know, devalue yourself, um, and, like, you know. What are
1: you, what are you defining as so much going for yourself, though? How do you? Or, de- like,
0: with people, like, I think my biggest thing right now is, like, seeing people who have such financial security and able to travel and, like, do all these things that I'm, like, damn, like, I have, like, $30, like, <laughs> like, to my name. I mean, not really, but, like, basically. So, I don't know. It's just, like, sometimes it gets really, I feel like I get disheartened. Um, on where I am, um, in that sense, but you know every day I have to, you know remember to trust in the process and be patient in the process because you know some I know I know abundance is coming, and I feel like that is half of the process is trusting um, and just you know working in increments toward uh, what it is that you want for yourself.
1: Yes, definitely working in increments because I think like, yeah, there are a lot of people our age that are really doing it, but I think there's also like, for me myself, sometimes I fear um, being burnt out by the time I'm like 35 being Mm -hmm. in corporate for 10 years at that point or hell, that's like 12 years. I do feel like, oh my gosh, like, can is this sustainable for me to do for another 10 years? Or like, will I be tired of this? Or will I then be in a point where I've moved up to um, maybe a level that there's no more growth? You know, the only, there's only um, so many positions in merchandising. Granted, you can keep trying to move up the ladder, but I just feel like getting burnt out or
0: Wait, you should say, like, what your position
1: is. This my ceiling. Oh, so I work as a buyer um, for a sports brand. Buying sneakers and clothes. Now I buy sneakers for women. Um, and, yeah, in corporate...
0: Corporate honey.
1: <laughs> there's this... I've always... I don't know. I fear this burnout, and especially not to derail the whole conversation, but especially now that I live in a city like Portland um, where there is less outlets for my creative and social life, I do fear like (laughs) that I'm in this city with this career and like, you know, kind of like, where is the other aspect of my life? So I think there's pros and cons to being in corporate. Um, at a young age or financial se- security at a young age. I know that probably sounds really like what, but I think, there, I don't know. <laughs> I think there's pros and cons.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's really, there's pros and cons to like every situation that you're in, um, you know, some more so than others, but mm. uh, yeah, I feel like, with with what you were saying at least one of the words that were like sticking out to me was fear mm-hmm. and I feel like that's such a driving force for all of humanity okay. you know we are in these we're in this scarcity mindset and um, I've been seeing that's why I mean like a, you know a pop a pop uh, psych word a pop psychology word or mm-hmm. some things I've been seeing it around a couple you know in a couple places and I feel like I was just reading a book or an article or something that was, like, scarcity. I think it was, like, I don't know. I don't know what it was. But it was talking about, um, you know, operating in life with thinking that whatever you have is going to run out or thinking that uh, whatever, whoever you're with is going to leave or thinking, mm-hmm. you know, just, just whatever you have isn't enough, right? And it's not going to last, like, versus having an abundant mindset, which is, like, Okay, this is where I am, and more will come to me because i am i am i am wealth, not you yes. know the things that I have mm-hmm. they don't they're not you know they don't uh define my wealthiness, but my spirit defines my wealthiness, and therefore abundance will flow to me because I am kind, I'm compassionate, and I'm you know high vibrational um, yeah. so yeah, I feel like. I know that anybody can have that mindset, but it's so hard. we're in this capitalistic world that we're living in. Like the, the, the whole thing I feel like with, um, with humanity is like, I don't want to share my resources. You know, like we saw it in the beginning, yeah. or at least I, you know, I work uh, in customer service. I work at a grocery store, a little produce girl. Um, produce but the,
1: babe.
0: <laughs> at the beginning of the uh, pandemic, I was working at a, Larger grocery chain. It wasn't like crazy big, but I had like you know, uh, twenty stores. Anyways, um, and you know there was just like so many people coming in and buying like a shit ton of stuff. Just like so scared, uh, so fearful for of the unknown, and um, you know hoarding resources, and I feel like that's such an issue with um with especially the american mindset it's, not, it's, just, it's so much so this individualistic uh view of the world and very detached from the collective consciousness yeah and yeah just in this space of like not really being attached or not really being connected to the the oneness that is you know, the birds, the bees, the trees, and, uh, you know, and us. Uh, and I think that that is, you know, kind of causing this, like, mass insanity, kind of causing this, you know, scarcity mindset that a lot of us are operating in. It's like, how do we, you know, uh, like, you know, not to be cliche, but how do we unplug from the matrix?
1: <laughs> yeah, I definitely... Mm-hmm. And that's essentially kind of what corporate is. I think about that often, like working in such a capitalistic part, you know, it is capitalism. But being a buyer is you're looking at sales, you're putting out product and it's like, is this really, is this really me? <laughs> like, and it is to an extent, like I, I like what I do. I like to create product. Or, you know, customers, but at the same time, it's like I feel like I'm pushing things on people.
0: You mm. that's part of the the soul selling uh, yes. aspect of corporate America.
1: Yes, it it definitely is, and I'm like, that's why I've like tried. Um, well have became a young yoga teacher to
0: balance it out, sort of
1: balance it out, yeah, and try to give something back. You know, with these donation-based yoga classes, because um, there's just so much more, more money, more money, more sales like every day. Yeah,
0: how do you think, like being in that position? How do you think that someone can remain humble and like not let that corporate agenda? get the best because like even you were saying earlier like will I, will I reach that glass ceiling like will I you know and I won't be able to like get any further in my career like you're already you know projecting yourself in the future when you just you know started this job like you know yeah. two years ago or whatever it was like but you're already worried about your future promotions but like how does how does one anchor themselves or like ground themselves in such a, a money hungry uh,
1: arena yeah yeah I mean, it's even harder for me because not to um, play this card, but to play this card, especially being a black woman woman in corporate, you know, those are things I really have to think about and I have to work, you know, twice as hard to maybe get that promotion. So, yes, it has to be on my mind, but also um, through my beliefs, what I believe in, I believe in God and that's what keeps me grounded. Like, okay, I know that regardless promotion or not corporate or not, I know that God will provide for me and he will provide what I need. Um, And just kind of stay in focus with that mindset. When I do get a little chatter and a little bit greedy, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, just because, yeah, it's, Sometimes it's hard cuz it's like a balancing act. I'm trying to stay humble and not be um this person where my career is my character trait or my only personality cuz that does happen to people.
0: Oh my god, yes, it happens to most people. It's like <laughs> it's so wild. Like that that's the first thing that people will say uh who they are when you ask them. They're yeah. like I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a I'm a garbage man, I'm a, I'm a technician, I'm an esthetician, I'm a mm-hmm. horse trainer. It's like the first, one of the first describing traits of themselves is their career. And, you know, further to the point of um, this detachment from true self.
1: Exactly. And it's like a lot of people, I was watching some um, interview on Instagram and a lot of people when they strip down all of the things they do, like I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a you know, I'm a I'm hoe a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> when they strip down all those things, there was this counselor, and um, the the man said after the counselor had said that to him, "Who are you outside of all these things?" He was like, "I knew I had to go and find myself because I had nothing out of I'm a good husband, um, you know, this career person, or so yeah. I think we need to stop making what we do um
0: Give us value. And, That's where we're oh, like, huh?
1: Oh, I was saying I think we need to stop making what we do for others and the roles we play from um, a career standpoint, such a big piece of ourselves. Yeah.
0: And we put so much, you know, like I <laughs> interjected, we put so much value in those characteristics, and when we don't, when those external characteristics, like our job, like we get fired or our boss mm-hmm. yells at us, or, you know, the mother rule, our child says, "I hate you," which you know, yeah. and my kid would have another thing coming if they said that to me, but you know, I've heard that shit. <laughs> so, like, you know, those external things that we're defining ourselves by, kind of, or a lover, you know, lover, you know, mm-hmm. makes us feel like we're not. Uh, enough, or, you know, what have you, like, when those external conditions that we, or those external factors that we um, define ourselves as kind of go uh, left or go in a way that we don't want want it to go, um, we begin to devalue ourselves. We're like, oh, I'm a terrible employee, oh, I'm a terrible mom, oh, you know, I'm I'm not worthy of love, or I'm not lovable, or this thing is wrong with me because, you know, my lover left or what have you like right? yeah and that's unhealthy that's a that's very very unhealthy and it it puts us in this mindset
1: of um
0: low low self esteem really it
1: definitely does because the minute like you said the minute I'm one of those things isn't validated we're like well who am I like when I first um, quit my first job. That's how I felt for like six, seven months. I was like, well, who am I? Now that I don't have a career, I'm a loser. And it's like, no, you're still ali Like, you're still a dope-ass person. You just don't have this job that pays a salary. And that experience definitely humbled me and made me see like, hey, there's other parts of you that still shine through, whether oh. you're making a salary or you got zero dollars mm-hmm. in your pocket. So
0: no, yes, that part, because like, that's, that's when I, when I was saying earlier, like me sitting on the train, contemplating like, Oh damn, this is, this whole thing's going to take a minute for me to get to the places that I want to get to. And, you know, my career once that starts getting up and running and, mm-hmm. you know, my hobbies, once I start to really, um, once I really start to see the fruits of my labor with my, you know, dedication and my practice that I have now, like, um, I have to realize that because those things aren't really like going necessarily in the way that I, you know, not I would say they're not going in the way that I want them to, but, you know, I'm not at the end goal, of course, because I'm at the beginning of it all. But I have to realize that because just because I'm not at, just because I'm not where I want to be in the things that I'm working toward does not mean that I'm any less.
1: Yeah. And I think also like at this age, there's so many people, Um, we put so much pressure on ourselves and it's like, damn, we just graduated like two, three years ago. (laughs) Like we need to stop putting this. Or or like like
0: we're young, the people who like didn't go to school. Like we're,
1: exactly. a lot of
0: us are very, and even if you're not in your twenties and you're like, I was watching America's Got Talent (laughs) like two years ago in the beginning of the panorama. And it was (laughs) this woman who was like in her late sixties, and just started ballroom dancing, like, five years ago. and was on America's Got Talent and, like, yeah. fucking murking it. Like, <laughs> so you can, like, really, you know.
1: Yeah, I think we need to stop um, giving everyone this roadmap or what everyone thinks. It's like, fuck what everyone else thinks. If you want to go to college and you're 45, go to college and get that bachelor's. If you don't ever want to go to college and you want to... And you're happy being um, a waitress somewhere. Like, if that's what fulfills you, that's what fulfills you. We need to stop putting this um, quote-unquote American dream or idea in everyone's head that everyone's supposed to be a lawyer, a teacher, a doctor, you know, some kind of corporate finance person. You know, that's not for everyone. And these other careers are meaningful. As we saw during the pandemic, because guess what? A lot of that shit was closed. A lot of people... (laughs) You know, a lot of offices were closed for a while and people were like, what, what's going on? But who came, who had to come to work? Essential workers, the people who were in your my ass. who were at your hospital. So, you know, those careers are just as valuable.
0: Yeah, most definitely. And it's it's just so easy to get um, sidetracked and influenced and distracted and uninspired by Instagram and other social media platforms when you see people putting so much, um, you know, worth in the things that they have or just basically putting so much worth in the things that they have or living in their, you know, full power as it, you know, as, as we perceive it to be at least. Yeah. And just in these different moments in their life and it's just really easy to get wrapped up in that all and get discouraged from what you're doing and like once again like feel devalued because there's um you know it's, it's just continue it's just adding to the chatter in our yeah. minds
1: I feel like Instagram sometimes does cause a lot of anxiety and stress oh for, for sure. example like seeing people with like a huge yoga platform you know mm-hmm. I'm like well damn why can't I get past <laughs> You know, five hundred followers or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. But just as you're saying, things come. This is a marathon, not a sprint, and everyone gets their wings at different times. That doesn't yes. mean up and that doesn't mean that what you're doing isn't as fire as what they're doing. You yeah. know?
0: And I feel like the key to it all is like you were saying, trusting in whatever higher power you believe in, uh, or you know, trusting in the process. And, um, being authentic.
1: Yes. Being
0: authentic to what you, what you love, what you're doing, like your, your platform and not trying to duplicate what someone else is doing because they have 50,000 followers or whatever, like just kind of staying true to yourself and, you know, following your, your moral compass.
1: Yeah. Just stay true to yourself and guide the universe. Like you said, whatever higher power you believe in will provide you with that abundance in due time and your time, you know? Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some lessons and some growth and things that you need to work out before you step into that next level. And that's totally fine. Yeah.
0: How do you think someone can go about finding their own value or creating their own value, creating their own worth outside of something that's external?
1: Hmm. I'm working on that myself, so <laughs> <laughs> um, One of the things I like to do is like look in the mirror and say some affirmations to yourself that mean something to you and taking the away from what you do for a living or what you can provide to others. Um, so just saying how you feel about yourself um, is one way that I like to. Go about it. Like, look in the mirror and be like, you're amazing. Yes, you're amazing. (laughs) Your laugh is so cute. (laughs) Actually, funny story, I did that, like, this weekend. Like, I got really drunk off some (laughs) rosé. I just looked at myself, and I was like, oh, my gosh. You are so cute. Look at your eyes. Like, look at your little mole on your face. Like, I don't know, just started affirming myself. And it might have sounded, like, really cocky. But I'm no, like, but it's
0: necessary. Like
1: it was necessary.
0: Because <laughs> listen, baby, because that's really how capitalism is driven. Because let's talk about it right quick. Because that's mm-hmm. how capitalism is driven: is them trying to make you believe that you need to change something, that you need to fix, that you need to buy some shit. Exactly. So then you can feel complete. Capitalism mm-hmm. thrives off thrives off our insecurities. For sure, a
1: hundred thousand percent.
0: So looking at yourself and being like, yes, this beauty mark is beautiful. I don't need to buy <laughs> any kind of concealer to uh, cover it up
1: because yes. it's
0: beautiful the way it is.
1: It, yes, just definitely affirmations. Also, for me personally, I find that um, spending time with myself, mm-hmm. you know, that has really been key because it's like, okay, when I spend time with myself, Maybe I'm not, maybe I'm just chilling at home. You know, maybe I'm doing something that is free. Maybe I'm just out taking a little stroll in the park or whatever. But... Yes, we love free. <laughs> Especially when it's free. Because it's like, I don't need anything or anyone to validate my existence. Like, I am cool right now. Just chilling by myself with these trees. <laughs> walking around on these two legs that God mm-hmm. gave me. <laughs> and... I think that you know that's one way to step into your power is learning how to be alone. And of course, I think the biggest way is probably um like the lessons that you learn. I feel like each lesson that you learn you step closer into um into that kingdom or kingdom
0: mm-hmm. or in between or... them.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: No, that's real because like with with okay, so like with with uh situationships, I feel like a lot of lessons become out of situationships. And yeah. if it's one thing that I learned from like a situationship I had two situationships ago, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was that I can't I can't just give away my intimacy. I can't just give away my attention like that. It's valuable. I can't give away to people who don't who aren't reciprocating it. The lesson of reciprocity was one that really helped me to recognize my value and realize that I can't just like give it away to a pretty face.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes.
0: And pretty great. faces can have demons, y'all. Don't come on now. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: they another definitely fucking
0: lesson. can. <laughs> What'd you say?
1: I said they definitely can. They definitely
0: can crazy um no i like what you i like everything you said about um how you find your value and i really resonated with what you were saying about uh i can't even remember was something that you said made me think about um running and how <clears throat> excuse me uh and how with running like i used to run a lot i grew up running track and when i got to college i would just kind of run long distance just me myself and I not on any team or anything just like you know on Kelly Drive just like run for miles um, yeah. but what I really loved about it it was just me like I didn't need anything I didn't need to like buy any gear really other than like you know the basic necessities like nothing too crazy mm-hmm. um, and I didn't have to like pay to go anywhere and have to get in the car to go anywhere like I didn't need any equipment. It was just my, it was just me. It was my arms and my legs and my lungs and my mind. It was just me, you know, propelling me forward. It was just my power, you know, Mm -hmm. pushing me to this destination that I was going to. Um, And that just made me think of like how important it is to use your body in some way. I think that that can really help people with um, finding their inherent value is Using this vehicle that we are navigating this very wild world in. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and just, you know, giving gratitude to this vehicle, to this very powerful vehicle that we're in, um, in some way by just, I don't know, using it, it you know, whether it be um, running or rock climbing or yoga especially yoga (laughs) but you know all these different modes of getting in touch with your body can really be a grounding force and a reminder to um how powerful we are
1: yeah it's always great to do like active act act, i can't talk (laughs) exercises (laughs) or activities where you just need your body like with yoga i love seeing or flexibility, rather. I love seeing how far I can push my body and how um, much strength and um, flexibility I gain over the weeks so are something that makes me feel like, okay, I'm the shit. So,
0: ooh, speaking of bodies and using the body to find value, ooh, I got a good one to find. <laughs> <laughs> a good body activity that you can do with just yourself. To really help you find some inherent value and some inherent pleasure.
1: What is that? Let's <laughs> sit <stand> on it.
0: <laughs> it's masturbation, baby.
1: Of The best one.
0: Come on now. <laughs> Seriously, though, like, it can really help you get in tune with yourself. Like, I know I've really had some, I mean, I won't dive into it because it's personal, mm-hmm. but I'll just say that I've definitely had some very spiritual experiences with, um, you know, getting to know my body a little bit better, and it really helped me to recognize that, like, I don't even. It was one of those. It's one of those kind of experiences that you kind of have that's very visceral. It's very hard to put into words, but um, I think with you know people who are very unfamiliar with their bodies, which is so many people, it's like. Sometimes you can really be living in your own little world and kind of forget how sheltered some of the people grow up, how oppressive, how like religiously oppressive some people may grow up um, or what kind of, sorry, what kind of uh, how religiously oppressive of an environment people can grow up in and how that can really um, just get you very unfamiliar with your body and your, your body's pleasure
1: yeah um, sure. and
0: like once again kind of getting you out of tune with this um like spirit self this like you know uh internal kind of thing that isn't all of us like i i feel like when you grow up in a in a environment that isn't um sex positive then you know, it just creates a lot of shame around the body and around pleasure. And yeah, I was saying this earlier. I was like, if everybody was like actually, if everyone on this earth was actually getting pleased, like having pleasurable sex lives, rather than just be with them, you know, them themselves or with it you know with their partner or like other partners like whatever then we would have a lot less bullshit going on other you,
1: other. you always <laughs> say that I'm starting to believe you're on to something Come on, it's so real I, I I, stand by it I always will
0: because I mean pleasure activism it talks about like how pleasure is um, like this radical act um, mm-hmm. because the pleasure is free nine times out of ten like you don't really have to do that much to have a pleasurable experience. You just have to have a connection with somebody. Just like you don't really have to to do that much to be happy. You just have to be in tune with who you are. Ooh. And be aligned it. with what you're doing.
1: Speak it. Yes.
0: <laughs> so pleasure is <laughs> it's, it's so important. It's so beautiful. And I really would love to see more people, you know, doing the work to get more in tune with themselves. And I know for myself, uh, uh, the road that I took to get me to that space of, you know, that transformative experience I had um, with me me myself. And I've had transformative experiences with partners as as well. Mm. But one of the... The thing that got me there with the one that I have with myself was music, and really getting in tune with what my sound was, what sound I really resonated with, and really feeling into the music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm, just, you know, that that's a journey that's gonna be never ending. You know, feeling more and more and more and more and more into the music, into the sounds that's happening um it's almost like you're in a trance um and it's really powerful so music that's what you do that what'd you say i said music will definitely do that yeah it's music is like one of the most powerful things we is the most powerful thing like top three shit <laughs> things that we have know one of the most powerful tools that we have as humans um there's music connection and water.
1: <laughs> for sure. I remember, like, as a kid, I didn't really have, like, a ton of friends. And I would just listen to music for hours and, like, just be taken to another place. Mm-hmm. So. Same. I totally yeah. agree with that.
0: Yes. So, <laughs> okay. So, on that note, I think the takeaways from this episode is really just defining your own value like you know knowing who you are following an authentic path that satisfies you and only you that pleases you and only you and the first steps to understanding to be in that space even understand what it is that pleases you what it is that you what it is that your purpose is is first going about life with intention and wanting that for yourself wanting to find what will bring you purpose for what will bring you purpose and power and peace for the collective and individual good. It can't just be for your individual gain. It has to be for the collective community. It has to be a, a, tr- a true purpose. I think once you have the intention of wanting to embark on that journey of discovering that for yourself then you'll be propelled into this space of getting to know and getting comfortable with what true pleasure is and then from there i believe the pieces will really start to fall in line um to fall into place with you know becoming a creature of value who is defined by solely yourself yay yay (laughs) so with that on the next episode of the podcast Myself and my beautiful co-host, Alia Vene will be talking about <laughs> pleasure, sound and pleasure, and really diving into what it means to be a pleased being.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 sir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you already know what it is, y'all. So tune in next week. And thank you for listening and we appreciate your love, we appreciate your ears, your listening ears, and we appreciate your attention.
1: <laughs> yes, until next time. Until next time, ta ta. <laughs>
0: Peace. Hi, it's your host. I just wanted to pop back in and say, rather give, gratitude to all the listening ears on this episode today. Um, it is much appreciated and feels so good that even one person listens, let alone like 10 or however many, <laughs> um, the goal is just to keep going no matter what. Because, you know, Ollie and I believe that we have beautiful insight to share and, you know. I believe life is about sharing your gifts and spreading love and wisdom. It's all a network. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, and tune in next week for a little, how I would say maybe like a episode interlude of poetry. Because <laughs> um, like I said in the other episode of poetry, I want to start to get a little bit more comfy with that side of myself. Um, And then in two weeks, we're going to be dropping an episode on what we talked about at the end of this podcast. So, you know, self-pleasure, sensuality, and like the broad definition of sensuality. I think a lot of people have a very narrow definition or like narrow-minded definition of what sensuality is when really it's this very expansive thing. It's this very expansive word um, that can lead to a lot of um, enlightenment and joy. So, with that peace and blessings manifest with every lesson learned so go in peace